Hi, this is Heather Pickin, host of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Masterclass. You're going to learn in 90 days or less how to take your business to the next level. You want to go to the next level, you've got to align your mind to your vision and you got to take action. So I want you to take notes and I also want you to consider to upgrade to the Fearless and Fabulous Bundle. What that is, is experts paid products. Give it to you for only $97. This is important because it's supporting a cause called She Should Run. And that is about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. I want you to be a fearless woman. Stand in your power and know what you stand for. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another masterclass of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Entrepreneur Summit. I am so excited. I'm your host, Heather Pickett, and I am going to go straight into it to introduce you to my next masterclass expert, uh, Carol Ann D. Cement. Okay. I, I, <laughs> we just had this conversation. Yes, it's Italian. I should know that because my brand is La Dolce Vita. She is an empowerment coach specializing in branding and visibility. Uh, she's the creator of the Sizzle System of Brand Empowerment and Align, Believe, Create Coaching. Her mission is to help purpose driven entrepreneurs create a soul aligned brand from the inside out based on their values, authenticity, and game-changing genius. Her process helps them to find the clarity to realize their own bigger vision and position themselves as go-to expert so that they effortlessly attract the clients that they are meant to serve. Oh, I love it. I love it. Carol Ann, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. And we're going to start off that the topic is to 10x your client attraction mojo. And so, you know, as we're doing this masterclass, we want to keep in mind what someone could do in 90 days or less. And I encourage everyone to take notes. So let, let's start at the beginning. What do you think is the most essential elements to really attracting your ideal clients? Confidence. I think it's confidence. If I could say the number one is really to develop that confidence that you know you are the answer to their prayers. And there's a lot that goes before that, of course. You have to get clear on who it is you want to serve, the problem that you solve, and who has that problem that you work with best. That's the first thing. And then the next thing I think would be to, it's all about clarity, but the next thing I think would be to really create a marketing message that's outcome-based because especially with entrepreneurs who are just starting out, it's usually about the process, right? Nobody wants to hear about the process. It's all, they want to hear what's in it for me. And so you want to really develop that and you want to practice it so it, it, just comes out, it rolls off your tongue. And rather than when here I am tripping over my words right now, but, <laughs> but you know, you really want to ingrain that. So it, it does come naturally. And that's one way to build that confidence. Yeah. You know, the I other, think that makes a lot of sense. I just want to interject here because uh, this is an important point is that you cannot put your marketing message out there if you don't feel confident and you can't say, Hey, this is what I do. Like you're saying kind of rolling off the tongue. So I'm sorry, go ahead. 
No, that's okay because um, one of the things that most people will do is, and I made this mistake too, I would say I'm a graphic designer or I'm a publisher or I'm a photographer. And so then you pigeonhole yourself into that. But generally, most people do so much more than just graphic design. It's really about helping you, you know, look more professional and really get your message out and that sort of thing. And that's what people want to know. So that's part of it. It's really developing that core brand message that is outcome-based rather than just saying, I am a, and leave it at that. So that's number two. And then the third one, I, the third one is go where your clients are because I've made the same mistake and I still do it because I want to show up in my community, but my, my peeps are not in my community. They're online. So I do a, a lot of online marketing. So when I do go out into the community, I, I make, make it known that I'm available for speaking engagements and other things or, you know, to volunteer or something like that. But my real ideal clients are online because they get the whole um, online world. <laughs> it, you know, that's, like that's so true because that is definitely how I feel about my business. But I might work with clients that their ideal clients are, you know, in their area. So it, it's so true. You got you to gotta go where your clients are and really focus on that. Um, so yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know, instead of, and if you are doing, let's just say local networking, don't say if you're a graphic designer that I'm a graphic designer. You, you wanna get really clear on the outcome. So I just wanna reiterate that for everyone so that they understand that, because how many times have you been to a meeting where people are saying that and you're probably like, hmm, <laughs> I can help you with that. Yeah. Or I'm a masseuse and how many, you know, massage therapists are <laughs> in your area, right? So you really want to set yourself apart by saying, you know, something that sets you apart. And the other thing is, Heather, I always talk about the 80-20 rule because yes, my clients are online, but I do have a handful of clients who are local who know me and they they get me and work with me. So there's always going to be that little subset that won't fit into your ideal client profile. So um, you don't want to exclude everybody, right. but you don't want to inc include everybody either. It, it's true because I primarily work with women, but I do attract male clients, but my language is all about you know, working mm -hmm. with women entrepreneurs. So yeah, I think a lot of times people get uh, kind of scared. Oh, if I really narrow it down, what I'm saying I do, I'm going to exclude those people. But you're saying, hey, you know, get, get your message out there, make sure it's concise. And you probably will attract those uh, other people that are, you know, not within what you're talking about. And that's okay. And then the fourth I think it's the fourth, um, I would say to really have a client attraction, a, a client attracting visual identity because people are going to go check you out. They might meet you at a networking event, but they're going to want to know that you're credible. They'll go to your website. And there is a trend to have, um, you know, a landing page and send people to a landing page. And that's fine. I get it. But ultimately, you really want to at some point, create a website, even if it's a simple five-page website that really 
speaks to who you work with, what you're about, make it about them, not so much about you, but you also want to want to show your credibility and testimonial, social proof and all that. So your website is basically your home, right? For your, your digital presence. And then of course you have social media, timelines, Instagram, Facebook, wherever your clients hang out, that's where you want to be. And you want that all to tie together, which brings me to number five, and that is consistency. So be consistent with your look, with your photos. Photos are very, very important. And my rule is, my rule about rebranding is this. You don't want to change your brand too often. You even even though your brand is going to evolve always and you might get you might switch your niche or you might switch your messaging a little bit, but you don't want to make any major overhauls for about three years because in my experience, it's, I've seen that it takes about 18 months for a brand to really catch on. And then it takes another 18 months to really grow it and expand and become the go-to expert. And I'm not saying that you have to wait that long. You certainly don't have to. It's just that, you know, you'll get clients here and there, but you'll really be positioned as, as the go-to expert if you stick with it for a while, because it does take time there. Yes. Yes. There are overnight sensations. You hear these stories all the time, <laughs> but for most entrepreneurs, it doesn't happen that way. It's slow and steady wins the race and consistency. Yes. And that absolutely consistency. I don't think a lot of people are consistent. They try something. Oh, it didn't work. It's like, no, you, you've got to be yeah. consistent. And you know, let, let's move in talking about the three biggest uh, misconceptions around uh, branding your business? Yeah, so the first one is that your brand is your logo because it's, it's really not. As a matter of fact, if you're just starting out, I don't think you even need a logo. I don't think you ever need a logo. Your name in a stylized font can be your logo. That's, that's good enough. So that's the first thing. The other misconception is that branding has to be this big expensive thing and a big long drawn out process and it doesn't have to be expensive but i do suggest that if you're not a designer or that's really not your wheelhouse that you do hire somebody even if it's not a branding expert at least get help to tie everything in together because again you do want everything to be consistent you do want everything to look professional and you might even want to hire a copywriter who is a um a branding expert or or somebody who really knows how to bring the benefits and the um the outcome-based message out of right. it because so many times it's oh it's a it's like brochure copy which you don't want <laughs> brochure copy you want to speak to your ideal clients absolutely yeah no I think I think those things are so important like yeah do not focus on your logo focus on what you're putting out there or who your ideal client is I like what you're saying you know 
hire someone. If that is not your specialty, if you're not a web designer or graphic designer, you're going to spend a lot of time, you know, what I call majoring in the minors. Like you just can't, you can't do that if that's not your expertise. So is there anything like, you know, where you find, oh, let's just talk about mistakes. Cause I think that's also important to point out. Like, what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes that, uh, you see coaches or consultants, service-based businesses are doing when it comes to the branding? Well, they're piecemealing it. And that is, you know, a business card here, something else over here, something else over here. And because they, it's so fragmented, their message becomes fragmented, their look becomes fragmented. So that's one big mistake. Another mistake I think and I mentioned this, I touched on this, but photos too. You want your photos to be consistent and you want your photos to be representative of what you look like now. Now, of course, they're going to be retouched and you're going to look a good five, 10 years younger than you really are probably if you're of a certain age and that's okay. But you still want them to be professional. You don't want to have too many cell phone photos out there with. <laughs> <laughs> trees sticking out of your head and you know busy backgrounds because that in itself sends a message if your right. photos are professional you're sending a message that you're professional and that you think enough of yourself to invest in yourself because there are certain telltale signs that I think are giveaways that you are DIYing it and believe me I'm not against DIYing it I get it I know it's, you know, <laughs> we've all done it and that's fine as long as it doesn't look DIY and at some point you have that mindset where you know that you've got to step up your game at some yes. point. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I appreciate what you're saying about the photos because I think that makes a huge difference. Like really invest in getting a photographer that you are aligned with, like, you know, looking at their portfolio to say, hey, do, can they represent me and my brand in a way that I'm aligned with? I would say really, really spend the money. It's, it's easy to get like a website, put that up there. But if you have crappy photos, if you have, like you're saying, you know, you have the selfies up there, people got to create that disconnect because it, it, it's all about, you know, when you're looking at a picture unconsciously, they're interpreting that within like the first few seconds, right? Yes, absolutely. And yes, first impressions are lasting impressions. And the other thing is, and you probably know this, it, we have like three seconds to capture somebody's attention nowadays. So if you don't capture their attention right away, then you've lost them. So you have to capture their attention with your look, with your photos, with your graphics or whatever. And then they stick around, you know, for maybe four seconds and start to read your messaging. And then that's the next opportunity to really, you know, draw them in. Yeah. So everything, what you're talking about, everything is like inter interconnected. You grab their attention. If they like you, do you have the next step in place in order for them to connect with you? Because, you know, now more than ever, there are you know, businesses popping up, more people are creating websites. So you, you really have to have a distinct and clear message. Like everything you're talking about, you, you better be a master at it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then I, to add to that, I would say, um, 
branding really is a process. So the perception is that it is a logo, it is your look, and it is all that. But before you even get to that point, you should go through the process to really find that clarity on who you are, what you stand for, what sets you apart. Once you do that work, then the rest comes easy. And the rest is usually where the big money comes in, right? So if you go through that process somehow beforehand, when you go to invest in yourself, it's just going to be so much easier, so much better, and probably, you know, less expensive too. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I definitely agree. And, and I've been asking, you know, the, the experts, you know, how valuable it is to invest in a mentor, get someone that has specialized knowledge to help you to take your business to the next level. I mean, would you agree you taking through the process can be night and day and what would take them, let's just say two or three years, and maybe they're not really doing it successfully. You could do it in a very short amount of time. Yes, absolutely. I, my superpower is vision. And so I can really see people and I can, and you know, you've probably heard this, you can't see the picture when you're the frame, right? So it's why I, I feel that that's the wisest investment ever to, you know, hire a mentor, hire a coach, hire a branding expert, if that's what you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and speaking about mastery, um, really, you know, we're, we'll talk about being a thought leader because I know I talk about this a lot and why it's important, but you have five areas of focus to position yourself as a thought leader. So uh, number one, before we get into that, why do you think it's important to become a thought leader in your industry? Well, I'm big on movements. I think the world needs more movements and uh, polarity is good. It's, it's what you stand for that is going to attract people to you. So I, I talk a lot about your niche, you know, your ideal client, your tribe, your community. It's your um, tribe, for lack of a better word, that's really going to resonate with what you stand for. And so by expressing what you stand for, what makes you different, why, um, why you're for something or against something, you're going to attract those people with, who resonate with your message. And then within those people, within that community, you're going to attract your buyers. You're going to find your buyers. So, so that's, that's very important. Um, I have a... a <laughs> I have kind of a funny story about leadership in that I'm the oldest of six children. I have five younger brothers. And I, when my father died in 2015, I had to really rise up and say, hey, guys, this is happening. You better get over here. I had to really step into a leadership position. And I realized that I had been shying away from that. And I thought it was a very interesting dynamic because I had all this responsibility on me because I had all these younger brothers. And I'm like, okay, Carol Ann, <laughs> it's time for you to step up to the plate. So <laughs> I, just, I just started thinking of myself as a leader. And I have to say, though, when I reflect on that, I think I 
was a natural born leader because people would come to me for advice and things like that. So, but I just really shied away from calling myself a leader. So now I'm all for it. It's like, you know what? You gotta be a leader nowadays. You really have to get your message out there. Start a movement because yeah. people need to hear your voice. And you know what? It. If you're not expressing your voice, if you're holding it all in, you're not going to be happy. It, it's, it's so true. And I think a lot of women entrepreneurs, they, they don't give themselves permission to really go out there and do something extraordinary. You know, we've been talking in the beginning, like you've got to have that confidence. You've got to be a confident leader. You've got to groom your skills. Everything that you're talking about today is, is so important. So as we're moving into thought leader status, let, let's talk about those areas that we really need to focus. Yeah. So, um, I would say get out and speak, get out and write a book. As so many people have, you know, say they have a book in them. Well, don't hold back. Just get out there and do it. Get online. It's so, this is one of the things that I see is that women especially are holding back when it comes to be, to be, um, to get seen when yeah. it comes to getting seen or getting vulnerable. It's, you know, for lack of a better term, pack mentality where we're told this is what you should do and, and this is how you become successful, but it, it doesn't work for everybody. You have to really find what works for you and, and be who you are not like everybody else, because there are enough of those people out there. <laughs> you know, and that's so true. I, I really appreciate you saying that because your whole business is about helping people to be aligned, like creating their brand from the inside out, which I am totally in agreement with. And you can't look at like now more than ever, the business market being saturated you're seeing kind of carby carbon copies of people and then you have to ask yourself is that person really being true to who they are are they just you know copying someone else so what you're saying is you know be who you are and be the best one you know that that you can with your brand mm -hmm. and then the uh, and you touched on you hit this the nose on the uh, nail on the head i think when um i just lost my thought um talking about branding, about being authentic and uh, kind of looking at, and I want to tell a story as you uh, grasp your thoughts there. When I was uh, starting out my business, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I was looking at what everyone else is doing. I'm like, oh, I got to do what they're doing. And the way that I was positioning myself, it wasn't in alignment with me. And I kept meeting resistance. Yeah. And I feel like I really want women to get this. It's like, if you're not aligning yourself with really your genius zone, like what you talk about, mm -hmm. you're going to get resistance. It's going to show up in the form of chaos or, you know, in that chaos could be crappy clients, like things just not working out. And that's where oh, yeah. it goes back to the business is an extension of you. Like it's not about what everyone else is doing. I know what I, I now I remember what yeah. I was going I mean, it went by, <laughs> went out there just so we fast. We those but, moments. Um, <laughs> yeah, limiting beliefs. Yes. When you yes. say, oh, the, the marketplace is so crowded, it's so saturated. Yes, that is true. But if you operate under that belief, then you're never going to become 
a thought leader or industry leader. You have to get over that and, and just really use it to your advantage. That's going to make you even strive harder to elevate yourself and position yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that you brought that up. And I use that because those are what people say, hey, the market's saturated. And I was looking yeah. at, you know, like Oprah Winfrey, when she first did her show, she was the only female to have a primetime TV show. And what was interesting throughout the years, there's more and more people popping up in the marketplace. And she, I love her quote, she said, don't focus on the other guy. And that's what really helped her to focus on her vision. So all too often we compare ourselves to other people and say, oh, I should be over there. But you're saying like, listen, no, you, you, if, if you believe that, you know, then that's going to happen. And, and, and it's so important. I just want to like reiterate what you're saying is that if you feel, oh, it's summertime or whatever season or the economy is crap, then you're not going to get business back when the stock market crashed in 2008 that's when my business really took off like a rocket ship. So no excuses. <laughs> what you're yeah, saying and I, is so true. That's part of my story too. I started in 2006. I, I hit six figures my first year. 2007 was the recession. And I was a graphic designer, printer. And these people were closing their doors all around me. And I never gave it a second thought. I just kept pushing through. And I did fine. I didn't, I didn't hit six figures but I still did okay. I still had a thriving right. business. So it really showed me that mindset is everything. Because <laughs> I could have very easily said, well, oh, you know, my industry is tanking and I'm not going to get any clients. And I could have stayed in that place, but I didn't even give it a thought. I just kept pushing through. It's so true. And, you know, just to really expand on this conversation, I really want women to hit home on this is that, you know, if you see yourself as a thought leader, you can change the world, you can change the paradigm, and it, it's, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. And I think that is the biggest thing. Like, you, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, and if you're doing this, you probably want to stop. And you're looking at other people's so-called success, which you have no idea if that's true or not. And it, it stops you in your tracks. So I'm curious, what is your practice for really kind of staying in your power um, and, and kind of sharing that with your clients? Because I'm sure it probably has come up with your clients like, hey, they're, they're successful or who am I to do this? Yeah, so I suggest just putting blinders on. Just, you know, stay in your lane. Do what you need to do. Do what is close to your heart. Branding really is aligning with your soul. So you really have to listen to that part of you and just do what is right for you. I mean, everybody has their own game-changing genius. Everybody has their own experience, gifts, talents. And there are no two people alike, right? So yes. just stand out. And the other thing... Heather, when I rebranded to the Sizzle System, I call it the Sizzle System of Personal Branding when I first started out, it didn't take me very long to realize that it really is about personal development. Branding yes. yourself is really more about personal development than anything else. 
It's so true. And you had mentioned something earlier about your brand evolving. And I know personally, as I've evolved as a, as a person, my brand has evolved. I'm no longer the same person that I was uh, years ago. And, and to really allow yourself to, to unfold, you know, going down those different tracks, I, I think it's really, really important. Because if you're, if you're not growing and evolving, your business is going to be stuck, right? Right. Absolutely. And like I said, wait till wait three years so people get to know you to really make any big overhauls. But, you know, yes, absolutely. Just, you know, keep evolving as until you get to that point and then do what you have to do. Mm. Because we're never, we're never stagnant. It's so true. Especially with technology today, you know, it's like you got to keep up and you you have to get your voice out there and, and clarify your vision and, making sure that that you're on track to to serve people right i mean to me this is what it's all about it's like you're what you're saying it's like you're browning yourself it is kind of this uh journey that you're going on it's this self-improvement journey and then you're also empowering other people's lives by your your product or service so that, that that's what excites me you know when i'm checking out everyone and what they're doing and their vision and purpose and and what you're doing and Carol Ann, gosh, this has been so amazing. I love all of these tips. And I, I know you also have a free bonus gift, which is actually down below the video or where you're listening or watching. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yes, it's 10 telltale signs that it's time for a rebrand. Because as we were talking, you know, things change. You, It's just going to give you an assessment of maybe it's time for you to look at your brand and see where you're not aligned with it anymore. And it gives also gives tips on how to fix it, so to speak, to become more aligned. And then if you, if you see that, um, I think there are actually 12 tips. I threw in two bonus tips, but if you see that all 12 are off, maybe it's time for a major overhaul, but it just gives, it just, gives the things that are important in your brand. For example, we talked about images, message, that sort of thing. So it's kind of a a checklist to measure your brand against. I love that. Carol Ann, thank you so much for being my expert today. Thank you. And I just want to encourage everyone that's listening or watching, make sure that you actually have taken notes. I would say go back and listen to this again and write down things. I'm a true believer in not just watching or listening to something one time, but listen to it a second time, a third time, a fourth time, because you're going to get some golden nuggets of information that can change your business and your brand. And of course, take advantage of all of these free bonus gifts, you, you know, because the more wisdom that you have, you can empower yourself and really get your message out there. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Be fearless and fabulous in your business today. Take care. So I hope you enjoyed this masterclass. Now, my question for you is what are you going to do in the next 90 days? I want you to take action that is aligned with your ambitious goal. You know, when I work with clients, I actually show them how to change the neuroplasticity of their brain. And part of the process is really understanding, you know, what goal, what action that I want to take is actually 
in alignment with my vision and mission and purpose. So you want to make sure that you have that. Uh, my other ask is to consider uh, doing the Fearless and Fabulous Female Bundle. That is an upgrade and it's $97. It runs throughout the summit. The reason why that's important is number one, it's going to accelerate the rate in which you start attracting your success with some of the strategies that uh, these experts are offering you. Uh, number two, it's actually going to support a cause called She Should Run. As I mentioned earlier, it's about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. As women, we are so powerful. And I believe we're really living in an interesting time that we can change the world with our work. So again, I hope you consider the Fearless and Fabulous bundle and I want you to take action, okay? I'm gonna be checking up on you.